0: My radio is spitting at me. Oh, it was a disappointment. Oh, there a might fart. be more. I'm bubbling. I took the Haitian pill. Hold oh, on. Here yeah. it comes. Here it
1: comes.
0: He's oh. got a shit. Oh, man, I think he just got a boom boom. Cooking. Yeah,
1: I think I got something wrong with me. <laughs>
0: don't fart too much. you will drop a bomb.
1: I got to move on. Oh, All my right. God. Oh, wait. Alexa, gonna... stop. We got to bounce around a little bit.
0: Yeah, don't bounce it out, though. Maybe should I
1: shit? Well,
0: you're going to shit on Mike if you're shitting. We can't pause this. I think we can pause. Maybe <laughs> I'll gotta, hold it. We got to start over. Yeah, well, use it. Open I took the you. Haitian
1: pill. We were talking about this last week, right? Will gave yeah. me some wacky voodoo pill. Yep. And uh, I was afraid to take it, but then Donnelly took it, and he, he said it was good, and I read some Amazon reviews. They all said it was great. Oh, wow. Look
0: it's, at you doing research.
1: It's called intestinal fortitude something. It's some, some sort of intestinal business. Uh-huh. So then they kept telling me I was going to take it and wake up and have, like, the healthiest, biggest shit, like the size of this cactus over here.
0: Sure. Wow. Big cacti. Uh, hope but it doesn't have any spikes on it.
1: I woke up, and uh, I shit, but it wasn't great. It was just, like, a little whatever. It was uh, a very a forgettable nugget. dump.
0: Yeah. Uh, I hate a forgettable dump.
1: Not a nugget. It was bigger than a Cocoa puff, but I would say it was, like, uh, half a hot dog.
0: Oh, that's nothing. <laughs> no, oh, man, it's like you tried to get laid and you pulled the guy's pants down, and it was just uh, an acorn.
1: Yeah, it was like a pig in a blanket, and uh, it Ooh. wasn't great. It had some smoothness to it, which is what I've been struggling with. So
0: what smoothness? It was it was hip and cool.
1: <laughs> no, like I mean, like a lot of shits I take. First of all, you have the pebble shits. You get the pebble sure, shits occasionally. Sure, pretty pebbles. But every once in a while, you get a shit that's just pebbles locked together. Like you can see the like bricks in a wall. Yes. Yeah. It's almost like
0: a honeycomb.
1: There's no smoothness. <laughs> yes. There's bees flying out of it. Right, right. Candyman. I want a smooth. Boy, that terrified me. I went and oh, saw yeah. that with Eric Westaver and his family. I was like nine. Whoa. Whenever that was in the theaters. Way too young. It was in the theaters. Like, it came out in like 1989. I went oh, and saw it. Oh, my God. And that was like an early time of like I didn't know how to say anything, so I was right. like, okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. we watched. And I was terrified of mirrors and a bathroom oh, yeah. and knives and candy. Of course.
0: Yeah, I remember every guy in my neighborhood looked like Candyman. It was, oh. like, I Grew up in the the late '80s, and it was all these black guys in trench coats. It was terrifying.
1: Yeah, I didn't. I didn't care for. You. I heard you looking for Candyman, bitch. Or something. what was that scene where they oh, had to like.
0: Yeah. I blocked most of it out.
1: God, um, it was terrifying.
0: And you said it three times in the mirror and he showed up. Yeah. So why would you want him to show up? Oh Alexa, stop.
1: No, that's a coffee machine or something.
0: Oh, I hear something bubbling. Maybe it's your yeah, asshole. A, why would
1: Alexa be bubbling? Maybe uh, no, it's a likes, coffee maker. She's, she's this pothead. Something was bubbling. That was a bubble, wasn't it? Yeah, it was quite a bubble. But anyways... um, Bubble boy. I think it was like a dare, wasn't it? I don't remember the movie. I literally saw it in the theater in Brockton, East Brockton, or Brockton East movie cinemas. And I don't remember. I mean, it was fucking... 20 years ago.
0: Yeah, it was terrifying. Bees weren't, like, you cut them and bees came out.
1: Yeah, and I remember just praying for a daytime scene to come. Like, it would be nighttime, and I was like, just let there be daylight, and I can kind of be like, all right, woo.
0: Let there be light. I saw Jurassic Park in the theater, 1993. I was a big big dinosaur nerd, so I went with uh, two friends of mine. I was so scared of that velociraptor. I had to sit on my mom's lap. I was ruined. Oh. The kids tortured me for years about that. That was
1: boy, you were a, a pussy.
0: Well, the the dinosaur, I couldn't do it. I can oh. handle a Candyman over a dinosaur.
1: No, a dinosaur is fake. Candyman is real. Hey,
0: dinosaurs existed.
1: They did, but not now. But a Candyman, a black gentleman with a knife in the mirror. I mean, that's real shit.
0: I was cool with the black gentleman. I don't know that there's some about that thing coming at you and the, the kid. It was kids running. Remember when they were in the kitchen and you saw that little that little uh, toenail clicking? Oh, oh yeah. Oh man, I was done.
1: Oh, uh, I was eleven, and uh, I don't know. I was I was. Uh, grown up at that point. But uh, that
0: was not as scary because
1: that's not a horror movie. It's an adventure movie with dinosaurs and whatnot. Yeah,
0: yeah. I was. I couldn't open a cupboard. I thought a little Dilophosaurus was going to eat my asshole. Oh,
1: wow, well, wow. You must have shit when you went to Florida the first time. <laughs> those little things run around. Those were scary to me. The little ones. The little guys. Because those are like, it's like an insect. I don't want a tick near me or a spider or a bee. Tick not on. Oh, uh, yeah. Tick not on I need in my life and in my uh-huh. ass.
0: Yeah. What, what do you know about Ed Hart, Eckhart Toles
1: Uh, I love that guy. What are you kidding? The guy changed my whole life. Interesting. Power and Now. We talked about it before. One of the best books ever.
0: I gave it a shot. It was so dense and uh, the the vocab was a little
1: little much. Oh, it blew my mind. Go and get some of the TED Talks on YouTube. He's very good. Oh, really? Very good. I check in with the video every once in a while. Tara Brock also is as good as it gets. All
0: right. Good to know.
1: Terrible movie.
0: I'm a big TED Talk homo.
1: Well, how about this? Uh, so anyways, I took this pill, and now I'm going to take another one, but now I feel like it. it didn't. it's going to hit me in the middle of the day. Ah, uh, yeah. Um,
0: it's the opposite of a birth control pill. It's pushing something out of you.
1: I think that's exactly what a birth control pill does. No, no, I'm thinking of the Plan B pill. Wait a minute. The Plan B just shoots everything out immediately. No. Yeah, that's what the Plan B is. No way. Yeah, you take a Plan B, and your period just rockets out your mouth immediately.
0: Whoa. Oh, yeah, you got a
1: nosebleed, ears, the whole thing. Everything wow. just goes for the exits you're
0: just gushing every orifice
1: yeah that's what that's what plan b is all about
0: i didn't know i thought it just kind of killed it in you and you shit it out in a week
1: no no that's what i thought also i thought it was like inside the capsule was like you know glass like the like boston marathon bombing right you know? as
0: a crock pot in your
1: gut which i was at survivor uh, uh where are you fuck yeah i'm a survivor dog what are boston you strong i was there I didn't get hit with anything, and my my, my best to the victims, of course, or not my best. What
0: do you say? Condolences?
1: Condolences. Uh Thoughts and prayers. Regards. It was quite an evening, but uh, anyways, and day, morning, wild. We were walking on the field. I think that was right before we started the podcast, because it was April 2013.
0: Well, look at that, and you were boozing.
1: No, I was four months sober. But I do remember thinking, like, if anything more happens, I'm going to have a drink. I had, like, four months sober, uh-huh. and it was such a weird feeling, and the trains were getting shut down, and, like, phones were going crazy, and my parents were calling me, like, you got to get out of the city. Oh, yeah. And, like, we were just seeing ambulances and fire trucks. And at the time, there was all this stuff, like, they thought there was a bomb in South Boston. Right. At, like, the Kennedy uh, Center, or Kennedy Library or something, and there was, like, bomb, and North- all these fake bomb rumors. You know how the rumors just go. Oh, Yeah. I love rumors. Um, Oof, that was a bad Christoph Waltz. Oh, I didn't know what that was.
0: I thought you were doing a special needs child. Oh, that
1: was uh, I was for a while, but then I found out she was. (laughs) <laughs> not normal. But anyways.
0: Remember how hot the bomber was? He was like a hot guy.
1: Yeah, they put him on Rolling Stone, which yes. was controversial. On the cover
0: but... of the Rolling Stone.
1: Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone. Gonna buy five copies for my mother. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's obvious we got nothing this week, folks.
0: Oh, boy. We're trying to put one out. I'm going gay. You're going to... Uh, where are you going?
1: I'm not going anywhere. I'm here all weekend. But oh. I'm going this weekend, if you're listening now, I'm going to St. Louis. But we're recording the second episode in the week. But well, I yeah. think that's some of our best episodes.
0: I agree. We just uh, digress and we rant and ramble and it gets kooky.
1: But I got a couple things here if you want to hear it, them.
0: Please, lay it on me, voodoo.
1: Well, anyway, so I was at the bombing. I was fine. America, God bless. Uh, but earlier today, on the way here, I had seven minutes.
0: Oh, my God. We're fine.
1: Uh, <laughs> It'll fly by once we hear about this uh, bombing. <laughs> so if you, We're bombing. If you like to make people laugh, stand up comedy. <laughs> come. <laughs> Nine minutes. <laughs> uh, oh, you missed it yesterday. We did Donnelly's show. I Celebrate. We did I, Seinfeld. I emailed that fat cunt. He's like, "Oh yeah, we'll get you on next time.
0: Next time, you're doing a Seinfeld show without me."
1: Oh man, it was something. We went through favorite episodes. We had trivia. We did a trivia. We have to buzz in with a, a one-time character. Oh, not a one-time, not a one-time character, but like a side character. Oh, all right. So That's he starts easy. asking the question. I have to be like Wilhelm. The answer right. is, uh, and then we had it was fun. But the trivia, all these Seinfeld trivia's are, are jokes. Uh-huh. I'm like, get real with that. Like, like, what's the easy. name of the diner? I'm like, come oh, on, right, right, yeah, right. Really challenge
0: me. What's the apartment number? Five A. Nice, yeah, <laughs> Mr. Uh-huh. Uh But anyway, what was, was the candy? Newman was. Uh, he found the rappers.
1: Oh, um, I know the chunk- chunky. Chunky, yeah, I, I know it. the, I know chunk- the, the, seven, that's the chunky. It's having chunky uh, it was really fun. Fenoya, really not Fenoya. Uh, who's the other one? Brendan Air Fiori. Oh, Andy Fiori. Fiori.
0: <laughs> he's a good kid.
1: Sometimes I get Fiori and Fenoya confused in my head, not the guys, but yeah, the yeah, names,
0: the names. I but hear
1: sometimes it. I'll be like, I was hanging out with Fenoya, it was the best night of my life. People are like, "What?" Uh, and I'm like, "All oh, right, Fiori." Fiore. Oh, Fiori. No, I'm kidding. I love Fenoya too. I bumped into him today at the he's gym.
0: A, he's a he's a breath of fresh air. He's, he's very positive. Who? Finoia or Fiori? Finoia. Finoia is very positive. <laughs> what do these names mean? Are there A couple of Italians. Fiori means fire,
1: i got to assume. It's got
0: to be fire. Fire. <laughs> <It's>,
1: <laughs> uh, that was my Dean Del Rey impression.
0: Finoia, I guess, means, uh, you know, annoying.
1: An annoying fire. There you go. Um, but, uh, yeah, both great guys. Different people. The audience has no idea who we're talking about.
0: No, but they're nice kids and comics, and you'll see them in New York if you do. You know, if you go to some shows,
1: they might know him actually because Fiori... does serious. He does serious, and he's Deppallo's producer, and he went on tour with Deppalo, so they might know him. And then Fenoya right. is with the Practical Jokers. He writes for the show. Oh, he's both, and he's at the cellar all the time.
0: And both great guys, and and both killer gigs they got there. Oh, oh yeah. Well, Fino, Fino, uh, Fiori's out. What do you
1: mean he's out? He's out as uh, DePaulo. DePaulo got fired. Oh, right, right. But he still opens for DePaulo. Oh, yeah, And does. he works at Sirius still. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yesterday he was talking to Kevin Smith on the phone. They were just what? chatting. Like equals. Wow, clerks. Um, Never got into Kevin Smith.
0: I like clerks. It was okay.
1: Clerks is the best work. It's the best one. But uh,
0: I never got... The, he, he's too into himself, like... Uh, dogma and all the star wars and also i think i have a theory the whole jay and silent bob Uh he gets to stand there quietly and then the end of the movie he says like this profound thing i I feel like he's stroking himself a little bit there i can see that it's a little jerky
1: yeah i like him as a guy never i was never big into the films yeah
0: yeah yeah you know jersey girl come on yikes
1: um it was fun to see carlin in there Yeah, yeah yeah
0: i told you when i met carlin uh-huh. I met Carlin at Borders Books in 2008 on Wall Street. I skipped work, went straight there. I brought a bunch of books and CDs, and I was in the line. The line was jammed. He was signing books. Jamming in New York. Exactly. And uh, I was listening to people because I was so nervous. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to meet my hero, George Carlin, the living legend. And I'm listening to people go, you were great in Bill and Ted. Oh, I loved you in Jersey Girl. Oh, my God. I'm like, what are these fucking idiots talking about? Jesus Christ. We got Carlin here. You talking about Jersey Girl? And he's going, yeah, yeah. You can tell he wants to kill himself. And then I go up to him, and I just start rattling off bits. I'm like, oh, my God, Mr. Carl. I love this bit, that bit. I love jamming in New York. I love uh, back in town. I love complaints and grievances. And he goes, what do you do? And I go, I'm a comedian. And he goes, you sound like a comedian. And oh, I go, wow. oh, thanks. And he goes, yeah, you got a real talent for jacking around.
1: Oh, And my
0: friends heard it, and they hit the floor.
1: That's sweet. You should get that tattooed in your arm. Jacking around. Yes. You know DeRosa's tattoo.
0: Oh, what's that? He
1: worked with Carlin, or he had a dream about Carlin or something. He said, keep kicking him in the nuts, Joe. Oh. So he has K-K-I-N-T or something like that oh, on his arm. Oh, that's brutal.
0: Yep. Big mistake, Joey.
1: <laughs> but well, it means a lot to him, and that's man, what matters. A the tattoo artist should have kicked him in the nuts. Just got a great text. You oh, always yeah. commit to something, and then you're regretting it, and you're like, oh, my God, that's going to stink, you kind to forget about it. Yeah, and the person's like, I'm so sorry, i got to cancel. Oh, I got that
0: last night, it happened to me. Oh, oh it's, it's so
1: exciting. What a thrill. I, I feel like a new man.
0: I had a bar show, and I had four shows, and I was like, ah, it's going to be tough to make it to these shows, and then he goes, ah, it's pretty light, you don't have to come, and I went, well, I'll stick. I'll, I'll stick it out nice
1: so oh so i'm walking over here yes this
0: is we're digressing
1: Oof. i'm walking dig over digressing. here and i had one of the best phone fake phone conversations of my life Ooh. because here's the thing now to have a fake phone conversation you don't have to have the phone to the head
0: because uh-huh. they got the
1: super earpiece thing yes So I'm walking up uh, your street here, and all these people, they want to get you to sign up for a thing. Oh, I hate the clipboard. And they're all people I agree with. It's like, you know, Amnesty and ACLU and gay rights and the environment and all that, Planned Parenthood and shit. And they've gotten me many times. I'm Uh giving money all over the fucking place over here. I'm a real socialist. So I bump in. I see the guy coming, and I had the headphones because I was listening to some rock and roll music in my earlobes. Mm-hmm. And he, went, he started waving, the big gay wave, you know? Uh, and I just went, wave. I put my finger on my ear and I'm like, you got to speak up because I can't, I'm out in the city here. I can't really hear you. And the guy's like, I'm sorry. I'm
0: sorry.
1: Oh, it felt I love so it. good. Take that gaze. I went, and then I mouthed, oh, no problem. It's not there. I'm like, this guy. I made the guy on the phone crazy. <laughs> yeah. Even though the guy on the phone was Shane McGowan. I was like, oh, this guy. Woo. Oh,
0: yes. I always do mom. I go, ah, oh, my mom, she's a crazy cunt. She's gay.
1: Oh, that's fun. Tits. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm walking, these are my, t- this is all I got, by the way, and then I'm walking on your street right here, uh, uh-huh. in the village, uh, 14th Street. You got that right. Uh, and I'm walking up the street, and a guy is smoking, I can't be behind a smoker, because uh. the smoke keeps billowing, and you're just swallowing the smoke, it's, it's too much. It's tough. So then he started to slow, so I picked up the pace to pass him, then he sped up, we're going back and forth, and, uh, I got a lot of, sm- <laughs> I got a lot of smoke in my face oh boy but eventually I just stopped <laughs> in the middle of this I'm like this is not worth the podcast well I got some
0: dog shit after we... this <laughs> <laughs> it's the dog I shit hour <laughs> I got nothing. The DSH. The very pants I was returning. <laughs> I got smoke
1: in my face so I stopped walking. Uh-huh. Just stopped altogether. I said I'll just catch up. I'll, I'll I'll go. I'll be late. What'd you do? Just hit the hit the wall and took a lean? No, I hit the brakes pretending to text my mother again. Oh. I got
0: a text. Boy, the phone has given a lot of fake uh, you know, interaction killers.
1: That was an old joke of mine I tried doing about how I use my f- phone to get out of conversations more than I use it to be in conversations. Oh, that's good. Maybe I'll bring that back. Bring it back! Maybe there was there was a point to all this horse shit. Call in if you like that bit. So anyway, so then this happened. There is more to this tale. Uh-huh. So then I pause for an appropriate amount of time, about, you know, five seconds, eight seconds, and I'm like, okay, the smoke is cleared. I start walking. He stops again. Mm. Now the smoke Ah, uh, we're back. Yep, but then... Uh, what is
0: he, What are you, a first responder?
1: Then I left and uh, came here, and it wasn't really a big deal, but uh, we recorded two days ago.
0: Jeez, uh, sorry, folks. Hold on, let me try one.
1: I got a couple real ones I'm saving for the end.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. I got some hot dogs. Oh, you're hip pocketing.
1: Yeah, I got a lump in my asshole.
0: All right, so I went and voted.
1: Oh, Me too.
0: And i got to tell you, I've never voted in my life. I've always lied. Oh, yeah, big fan of uh, John Kerry. Yeah, I don't know anything about the House or the Senate or the representatives or Caraca Kar- or K-Show or whoever the fuck. Elizabeth Warren's a Nazi and a pirate or an Indian. I don't
1: know. love Warren.
0: So I don't know anything. I just fake it, and I don't care, and I'm selfish, and I hate myself. But I get in this line. It's sad because this is all new to me. So I-, I see all the Instagram photos. Hey, I voted. Sticker. I'm a good person. I'm better than you. Blow me. So I go, all right, I'm going to go vote. I look up my, my spot. I put my uh, zip code in. It's two blocks away. I go, okay. great. So I uh, head over there, put the ear pods in. The line is around the block. It's like Ticketmaster for a Van Halen concert.
1: Tick Not Han Master.
0: Aha. Uh-huh. Zen so, Master. So, of course, you have that first initial, like, ah, I don't want to do this. But I go, no, no. Stay in line. It's your civic duty.
1: Rock the vote.
0: So I get in the line, and I'm in line between, you know, Johnny Appleseed. He's 800 years old. And I got a lady behind me who just won't stop tapping me with questions. Oh. Who are you voting for? What do you think about this? What's, what? your, what's your process? And what's your theory and this and that? I'm like, I don't know anything. So I'm just like, what do you think? That's what she wanted. She wanted me to ask her. So I just got all this, she just unloaded on me. And she's like, I haven't seen a line this long since, you know, uh, Charlie Chaplin ran for prime minister or whatever the hell. I'm like, yeah, crazy. And she's 8,000 years old. So finally we get up to the thing, get to the booth. They go, all right, what section are you? What division or whatever it is? And I go, I don't know. And he goes, well, you got to go talk to that lady. She's 900 years old. She's in a walker and a respirator. And I go, hey, this is my ID. She goes, oh, boy. I don't see on the list. Oh, and I go well. I registered yesterday, and she's like, "You sure it went through?" And I showed her the email. Like, yeah, it went through. She'd never seen a phone so before. A day
1: before register.
0: Yes, that's not easy to pull off. No, no, but I, I got the email. Like, you're in, Dickless. Wow. So I showed it to her. She's like, "All right, well, here's what you got to do because I can't find you. These these papers were printed like two days ago. Uh huh. So you got to go fill this whole thing out, put this in there in an envelope, fill out the envelope. That it, it's like a phone book. This thing." Yeah. So I go, all right, and I just sit down, and I just start, start going, and then I turn it in, and I got to tell you, you feel pretty good. I you felt do like feel good. It was my neighborhood. I felt like I was part of a community, like these are all my neighbors, and we live in the same hood. And we're all together. We're all gay and old, and uh, I left, and I, I got the sticker. I never put the sticker on. I never posted about it, but it well, felt wanna, good. You don't
1: want to fuck up your shirt. That's a whole situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was sticky enough. It does feel good, and it's nice to participate. I've been emailing senators and congressmen, and uh, please heed the call. You know, don't stand in the doorway. Don't block up the hall. I'm really trying to get involved yes, here. Yes, it's fun
0: getting involved.
1: And I told you I started emailing newscasters and saying, hey, wow. you got to talk about climate change, you fucking pieces of shit. Yeah,
0: why are they avoiding it? It's not sexy. It's
1: not sexy. they got to talk about the tweets. It doesn't sell. People don't want to hear about it. But I'm trying to do what I can and given to the Nature Conservancy and all this horse shit. But uh, it feels good when you do so, just a little something, just yeah. sending an email or a message or whatever, right. or picketing or calling. And I did a lot of uh, canvassing, I think. What's that That's now? where you paint your toenails. Oh. But I, I called up my cousins. I was, what's that you said? You'd think there'd be a canvas involved with the painting. Yeah, I don't know a lot of these uh, things.
0: I don't know what socialism is, and I pretend. Give it to me in a, in a nutshell.
1: Well, in a nutshell, I mean, socialism is like... Uh, like Medicare is socialized. Like we're all we all put into the system, and it pays for the other people. Like we all pay for a thing that uh, everybody like, benefits from. Like, like essentially, taxes. The military, yes. The military and uh, the fire department, the police department. Those are essentially socialized And uh-huh. that we're all paying taxes that go to pay these things. That sounds pretty good. It sounds pretty good. It gets tricky. This is a, it gets a little hairy. These things. This is
0: the problem. Everybody explains their party or their their tribe to me, and I go, "That sounds pretty good." And then they go, I tell some other guy, and he goes, what are
1: you kidding? You're that guy? I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I'm not.
0: What are you into? And then I go, hey, that sounds pretty good.
1: Well, I mean, it's hard because, you know, you make your money and we work very hard for money. And so people go, why is my money going to go to pay for this fucking guy ah, that didn't even get a job? I mean, that's the, the idea behind that's it. That's the rub. Uh, that's the thing. I mean, we have that sometimes with managers and agents. You go, I'm just sending this guy money. He didn't actually do anything. He sent uh-huh. me an email. So that's where people see it, you know. Okay. Uh, but it's uh, it's a, it's you got to figure it out. I mean, we should all have health care. I mean, the thing is, I don't have the answers to health care, but we have the wrong arguments, in my opinion, uh-huh. in that everyone should be in ag- agreement uh-huh. that we should want our fellow man and woman and child to be able to have access to health care. Okay. So how you do that, you know, some people think we should have socialized health care. That's what they do in Canada and Europe. But taxes. that's more taxes. All right. Well, what, so higher taxes, then we're all getting health care. So
0: what's communism?
1: Communism is a little more tricky. It's not that dissimilar, I think. Communism is like everybody kind of uh, shares all the oh, shit. Oh, that'll never work. But the problem with communism is there's usually a couple of leaders that have all the money and control oh, and the power. Oh,
0: so that's out. So that's, we don't like that. You kind
1: of have a dictator running the show.
0: Well, we're not far from that.
1: Communism makes sense if there was like 40 of us, and it's like, all right, you do the cooking, and we all eat your food that you cook, and yeah. then I fix the toilet. You guys shit on my chest. I got it. And then over here, we, you, you're you good at eating pussy, so you eat the pussy. Got it. And that's a, it's a communal.
0: I'd hope to get that gig.
1: Communism. Yes. You know, I think that. It's a commune. So there's certain ways that it sounds like it would make sense, but then there's one person overseeing the whole thing, and then they shoot people for doing the wrong right. thing and stuff. Got it. Okay. Well, this now,
0: helps. See, why, why did it take so long for me to learn all
1: this? <laughs> Capitalism is, you know, like capitalist. You just try to make as much money as you can and you have all the money or whatever. Uh huh. Which is great, also. I that mean, that's a great system. That's what we're doing here. Seems kind of fair. But. It becomes unfair because the people that get all the money just keep getting more and more money. They're not paying into the system. They pay their taxes abroad. They cheat on their taxes and all that shit. You can do that? You can do it. The President of the United States has done it pretty successfully in the entirety of his life. I might try that. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, we're capitalists in a lot of ways. We're trying to do Patreon and get on TV and all the thing and just make the money.
0: I thought Patreon was socialist because these guys are throwing some dough in to help other people.
1: Yeah, they're helping us,
0: Yeah, which we're very
1: appreciative, but they're getting uh, uh, goods in exchange. Yes. By the way, this is the most retarded explanation of all these things. I don't know. I think you're getting it. But the problem with capitalism is, understandably, whatever the stats are, fucking 11 people have 90% of the money or whatever it is. Right, right. And then they pass it down to their family and to their family, and so a lot of us have no access to that money.
0: Got it. You know? All right. So the uh, the 1% is what that is. Right, right.
1: All but right. re- they say the 1%, it's like really about like the .01%. There's like 14 people that have $100 billion. I think it's like 100 people have like 90% of the money. or wow. some. There's some crazy statistics out there. Someone will tweet A bunch of people are going to tweet at me that I'm a fucking moron. After right. This.
0: Well, we're, we're talking about Oprah's got a lot of money.
1: So then like we hear Bernie, he's like a democratic socialist, which is a little more somewhere in between, I believe.
0: Aha. Uh-huh. Between a capitalist and a communist. Uh, and, a, and a
1: socialist, uh-huh. I think. So, but the people cry socialism it's become like this dirty bad word but what's interesting about it is that the roads are all paid for by with taxes Uh the roads and again the police the ambulance the fire department the military yeah are and medicare are socialized
0: all right well call me gay but i know a few rich people very rich Mm -hmm. and all they do is bitch about how much taxes they pay and they go pay your fair share i'm paying like more in taxes than you make a year. Right. So what is that
1: about? Well, part of it is the percentage of taxes. Uh-huh. So it's like they're paying a ton of money in taxes, but they might only be paying 35% of their taxes or whatever it is. But I think the real issue is like these like multi-billionaires who are also paying a t- I understand. Uh-huh. I'm not a fucking jerk-off. I understand that it sucks to make $500,000 and pay 200000 yeah, or whatever. Yeah, a bitch. And, of course, there are people that abuse the system. Certainly, there are examples of people that are on, you know, welfare. They don't try to get a job or whatever right, the hell it is. Right, right. But um, there's people that take advantage of all systems. Yeah. And there's people that do need it and rely on it. And the whole idea of uh, welfare and all those things is to take care of a person until they're able to make money. There's a lot of... Athletes, superstars, and people that also just went on to get great jobs that were getting food stamps or whatever it is, and then they go on to become billionaires and they're paying their money back into the system. So that's the idea behind okay. it. But all of these systems, you know, there's ups and downs and overs and outs, and I don't have the all the answers. I'm a goddamn I know. That was great. That was a great Cliffs notes. But I also think, shouldn't we have compassion? Don't you want to be on the side of compassion? Don't you want there to not be people starving in the streets sure. or dying because they can't afford to pay their medical bills? Sure. Or going into debt forever and being completely desecrated because they broke their leg?
0: Right. But I feel like the same people with most of the compassion, not you, these super bleeding heart, compassionate people, are also some of the most evil, angry people I've ever met. Uh If you do something that they deem is uh, not so bad, they're incredibly passionate. But if some other guy does something that they're like, I don't like that... Kill him, string him up. He'll never work again. Of and you course, you know what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, yeah. Social justice warriors, a lot of them.
0: Yes. Yes, a lot of that, a lot of that happens. They they come off as this uh, hero. This like I'm a good person. I'm open minded. I'm liberal. I'm I'm all for justice. But they're so quick to punish, and they punish so harshly. Right. So isn't that mean in its own way?
1: Yes. By the way, public schools, I think, are another thing that is essentially socialized. Yeah. Public Texas. school. I went to public school. Yeah. I did too.
0: I went to both public and private.
1: So I understand it sucks and like obviously we've talked about this before my whole life. I was you know, a liberal and then I three years ago I started making decent money and you yeah. kinda go, Oh fuck. Now yes. I see what yes. I get it now. Right. This right. is a bummer. There you um go. but so it's a bummer, but a lot you have to look at it as this wasn't my money to begin with. And my buddy uh, Derek he says it's like a um it's like, it's like we belong to a country club. We belong to this wonderful country, and there's a tag. you got pay to pay to be here. Yeah. It's expensive. There you go. But the other thing with these people, like the libertarians' argument, is that the government is stealing from us. They're just robbing from us. We're making this money, and the government is like, you owe that to us no matter what. We'll send you to jail right. if you don't pay us. So right. I do understand that argument and as th- well, but...
0: And the government's very wishy-washy when it when it benefits them they're up your ass going, "Hey, where's our money, dickface?" But when they owe you money, it's kind of a bitch to get it.
1: Yeah. Well, when they, they owe you it money, art. it's your money, which is weird.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is also
1: like tricky where people are like, "I got my tax return," but it's like, "Well, it's your money."
0: Yeah. They're
1: giving yeah. you back your own money, and then the government is smart cuz they know we're going to go out and spend it cuz they look at it as a, people look at it as a bonus.
0: Ah, like I'm going to go buy a car. Smart.
1: Pay taxes on the car.
0: It's like that Chris Rock joke. That ain't a payment. That's a jack.
1: Yes, it is a jack. So I'm looking forward to all the tweets telling me that I'm a moron. I don't understand things. Well, but.
0: I'll take the moron hit. Jizz on my face because uh, you're at least you have some answers. I, I'm, I'm literally ignorant and lear- I'm trying to learn.
1: Well, it's fun to learn. It's good to learn. And it's good to take part in these things because uh, it's, it's our... It's a wonderful privilege to get to vote, to live in a country where we can vote and try to choose these people. And if more people did, it would be, you know, nice. A hundred million people voted in the midterms. That's a record.
0: Ho, ho, folks. Sorry to interrupt. We'll be back to the pod in a minute. Just want to tell all you Jews and twos gays out there, uh, this is a little snippet from the bonus episode we just put out. You don't want to miss this stuff, folks. It's on the Patreon Patreon.com slash Tuesdays. Get on board for some hot queefs and some good road fodder. Get on it, folks. Here's, here's a snippet. God love you. Praise all up. My radio
1: is at it, is. Oh, it was fun. Those old days in Montreal. I told you the time we went to the strip club uh-huh. and we got a double dong show. Come again? Where they, right in front of you. They sit on a table right in front of you and you sit there. You pay 100 bucks or whatever. Canadian geese. And then they just take a double dildo and they fuck each other in the ass and whatnot. Oh, that's worth every penny. But then this woman, one of the ladies of the night, she went, Joe, what's what she went, what's your name? She didn't say Joe, what's your name? She said, What's your name? And I said, Joe. And then she went, Oh. And then she was getting fucked and she was like, Oh, Joe, your dick is so small. You got a small what? dick. Fuck and I was like, bitch. What is this? I don't like
0: that. What is she like Jeff Ross? Yeah.
1: I was like, <laughs> I was like, "What the hell is going on here?" I don't want you to call me small dick. Yeah,
0: you know, some fuck ups like that shit.
1: I guess so, but I don't have that at all. Like, I don't mind being called a bitch and choked and you know, take my cum and whip it in my face, but I don't want to. Don't tell me I have a small dick.
0: I don't know. I draw the line at the cum whipping. But uh, I knew a guy named Jeff Ragsdale. He was a real loon. This guy, Ragsdale. Yeah, this guy was a kook. I think he had Tourette's or uh, what do you call that shit? Uh, uh not antifa. Retardation mania. Oh, mania. He was manic.
1: Manic, Oh,
0: Manic at the disco. And this guy was a kook. He would just—he was one of guys, bipolar. That's it. Oh, you know, bipolar. He'd just turn on a fucking nickel. And uh, this guy—we were out one night, and he got a bunch of whores. And he's like, fuck you guys. I'm going to get a whore. And we're like, all right, that's Ragsdale. And he got a bunch of whores. And uh, we saw him the next day. He was like, oh, it was so hot. This girl was so sexy. We're like, what happened? She's like, he's like, she kept telling me my dick was tiny. She kept calling me a pussy and yelling at me and spitting on me. I was like, yeah, sounds great. But oh. some guys are into it.
1: Yeah, Ragsdale. First of all, his mother must have caught a beating from you guys. Ragsdale. Oh,
0: I didn't know. I met She's him in on New the York.
1: Ragsdale, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ragsdale, uh, <laughs>
0: Ragsdale. Yeah, he had it coming. Well, let me run this one by you, there, Fatty. Uh huh. I got no big fight with Alan, our therapist. Ooh boy! We went at it, just tooth and nail, Jew and Goy. Going. Interesting. So he's a socialist. Big so he's a big bleeder. He's oh yeah, a menstruation heart. I love him. Yeah, I like him too. We get along, and I, I. I I feel like he's very wise. He's got wisdom. He's an old Jew from the Lower East Side. He's lived all over. He's seen some shit. He's got eight wives, nine kids.
1: Now, he's a guy that just charges what you can pay. Yes. You give us what you can so I can make you feel better. That's a good person. That's a good egg, yeah. He's taking a a massive pay cut just to help as many people as he can out of the kindness of his heart.
0: Sweet, sweet man. I love him to pieces, and I recommend everyone go to him, but- We were talking about diversity and comedy and, like, uh, men and women and all this. And I was saying, like, they're putting certain groups on shows who are new and green because they want to represent that group. And I feel like it hurts the group. And Mm -hmm. he's like, but that's how it's got to be because it's been this way for so long that there's going to be growing pains. And I'm like, yeah, but the growing pains are actually detrimental in a way and not helping and he's like, well, that's how it's gotta be. It's gonna be weird, you know? Like when segregation happened, there were fights and riots, but now we're segreg now we're not segregated, now it's better. Da, da, da. And I was like, Yeah, yeah, I get that. But he's like, you have to represent every group. And I go, Well then that's impossible. Cause there's groups have subgroups and different groups. It should be sports. Look,
1: a meritocracy.
0: Yes, there's nine 98% tall black guys on a basketball team. What if you go, well, we got to get some Asians in there. Uh-huh. You just throw 10 Asians in, not saying Asians can't ball, but they're gonna get stopped on. They're gonna get dunked on. they're gonna get elbowed to the face. It's gonna be ugly.- uh-huh. And he's and his argument is well, that's growing pains, that's how it's got to be. And I'm going,. hey, 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 hey. You gotta, we gotta work it out. And but, 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 comedy is this art form, quote unquote. It's subjective. So, hey, well, you gotta represent. What if some kid looks at the TV and doesn't see his group, uh, you know, represented? And I'm like, well, what about Asians? There's no Asian on SNL. You know, It's like, oh, we got to have this on SNL, we got to have that on SNL. Where are the Asians, and they're killing
1: it. And why can't you just have a white person tape their eyes back and play an Asian? Wow, oh,
0: those Come were the good on. old days. Yeah, but do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> um, I'm like, kidding, of course. I love a- Asians are doing the best, but they're not represented, which kills your whole represented argument.
1: In, in television, you mean. Well, now they're starting to be represented. They had the Asian... Uh, Crazy Rich. There was Gong Show back in the 70s. Oh, yeah, and, there was um, uh, Ninja Please. Um, no, that, well, yeah, Crazy Rich Asians was yeah, out. That was that, all That's Asian. one Asian
0: movie in, in 48 months. Yeah, so
1: it's, they're trying to get some representation, you know. Uh,
0: I don't buy the rep. I mean, I get it.
1: But I see where people want, and we should have people represented. But I see what you're talking about. It can be detrimental in that sometimes it feels like they, they push people too quick. Yes, they have no. They don't have the uh, foundation.
0: There's a funny person in every group. I mean. There's funny people in every gender, of race, course. whatever. Bunch but, of them. Bunch of them. But I guess you run out of them quick because there's not as many as there are the majority. I see. So they start just throwing new ones in, but now they look worse. Because they're next to a bunch of killers.
1: Yeah, it happens sometimes where I think that uh, with women, for instance, is certainly way less or way fewer. Yes. Trying to use proper English here. Way fewer women doing comedy than men. Yeah. By like, I would say, what do you think it is? Five to one? Uh, More than that. Really? Way
0: more than that. More men.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: I'd say eight to one.
1: Eight to one. You might be right. Eight to one. When you go to open mics or parties and stuff, when you go to open mics, you it's go to the, almost... middle
0: the middle of the country, it's over. Yeah, yeah. It's just a bunch of fucking hairy white guys. It's
1: changing. There's definitely more women now than there yes, have ever been.
0: Which is great. Which is come good. on in.
1: But we've talked about this before too. There's a lot of uh deterrences to women. Sure. One, sure. of course, is, you know, there's they're getting raped everywhere <laughs> and sexually harassed, so it's yes. difficult. But that's all fields.
0: A lot of fields, Mrs. Think, fields.
1: Yeah, Sally Field. Do you love me?
0: Yeah, I want to thank the little people. Um, Is that
1: her? I don't know about that. Ah, she shit. was. You love me. You really love me.
0: yeah yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Who's the little people? I guess uh, Brad Williams.
1: Little people. There's a lot of them. Gary Vader
0: Yeah. Vegas. What's that guy? <laughs> uh, Game of Thrones. He's little.
1: Peter Dinklage. Dinklage. A lot of women are hot for Dinklage, by no, the way. Hot yeah. For Dinklage. Oh That's yeah. That's a horrible video. Um, and dink is writing his name, dink. which implies small dick, right? Dink. I've never heard that. you never heard dink? I've heard dink is like, that guy's a dink, like he's an idiot. Yeah, I mean, he's a small dick. No. That's what dink means, I've my never, dinky. I didn't get that from dinky. No, dink is dick. Is it? How could it not be? Dink and dick. Well, they're different words. I know, but they're, the root word of dink <laughs> is dick. It's, it's dick with an N in it. That's like saying cut is from cunt. It might be. I don't well, know. Cut well, cut smaller than cut. No, dink is, yes. you know, touch my dink, my dinky. That was uh, like a thing with, when you are a kid.
0: I know. What about dinky donuts?
1: That's about dicks. They got dick donuts. Uh, well,
0: I guess you can put a donut on a dick <laughs> instead of a can, donut holder. Sure. But anyways, women, no. I think,
1: uh, one of the things that's hard with women, in, what are we talking about? This isn't our show. Oh,
0: this is interesting. This is more
1: of a bonus. But all right, we'll keep it going. Keep it. We'll wrap it up with this. Well, one, this I think up. one of the things, with, first of all, there wasn't a lot. Of uh, female representation in comedy. Yes. Up, there was Elaine Boozler and yes. Joan Baez and uh, the other one. Ellen. Uh, Paula Pound. <laughs> Roseanne. That's quite a few, of course. Joan Rivers. Phyllis Joan Diller. Rivers Moms Mabley. Yeah. Whoopi Goldberg.
0: Goldie. Yep. Hawn. Lily Tomlin,
1: quite quite a few really, and then there was uh, SNL of course they had those ones yeah yeah 90s it was big SNL yeah 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 all those ones Molly Shannon uh, Anna Gasteyer Jerry Terry yeah so a lot of that so there's been a lot that's one of the things that bothers me these days is people act like there was no women in comedy for through the years right. Or, like, there was, like, no black representation on TV, but, like, the Cosby show was, like, the biggest show. Fresh Prince was huge in the 90s. Uh, yeah, Martin and Living Color. 227. Yeah. I mean, that was, like, a lot of stuff right, going right. on Good back times. then.
0: Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. But it, wasn't, it doesn't compare. I mean, the, the numbers are giant.
1: White to black, you mean?
0: Yeah, on TV.
1: Certainly. And in the country. Yeah. Well, yeah, there you go. So... I don't have all the answers, but I think diversity is good, and we should have people should be represented. But all, what I was going to say with deterrence to women is that men are much less judged. Women have a are judged in a way that, like, you should be at this point in your life. Like when you're in your 30s as a woman, yes. people start to be like, "You yes. should be married. Why aren't you married? Where's your husband? You should have a kid. You Should be having yes. a kid," which is very old school thing that is slowly, hopefully, going away. Yeah. But if you're living in your car, like we as comedians, men. You can just have three roommates and you sl- I slept in my car last A woman can't sleep in her car because a guy might kick in her window and fucking rape her. Right, Or if right. she tells her mother, I slept in my car, they're like, baby, you got to come home. We got to help you. Yeah. So that's one thing that's hard about being a woman in comedy is yeah. that you're judged and also doing self-deprecating humor. When a guy, if I go up there and go, ah, I hate myself, I'm a piece of shit, I wanna kill myself, the crowd's like, this guy's hilarious. But if right. my wife goes up there and goes, boy, I really wanna die, people are like, oh my oh, god, it's horrible.
0: Yeah, well, can I say, I completely agree, and that's sad is tough. Um, but I don't know if that's men's fault. You know, like, my gal, she'll be talking to her aunt, and her aunt's like, when are you going to have a baby? What are you wasting your time for? You got to get married. Oh, yeah. It's men and women putting it. It's just society. Surely. social norms and all that shit.
1: So there's that problem. And then another thing is, but, like, because there's women are the minority in the business, when there's a really funny woman... She gets, she moves on quickly. Then she yeah. goes and gets a writing Let's job or a movie. So scoop her up. When you're booking a show, a lot of times I'll be like, "Let's get this person." They're like, I got to get up early. I got I'm shooting a, my TV show tomorrow. Right, right. I got to go do this. So they're, they bail on your bar. They're show. doing well, or they're like, "I can't." I'm getting paid at the cellar or whatever. Right, right. So it's uh, it's trickier than it might seem.
0: Of very nuanced. There's a lot of twists and turns, but it should be said. And I agree with everything you're saying, and it's got to be tough to be a lady. But it, the the one thing is, like, I know some women, female comedians, who are going, oh, you say all this, but what about me? And to you I say, you suck. You're not good. Some of you aren't good, and that's a possibility.
1: Yeah, there's uh, there's that
0: also. But a lot of people, men and women, a lot of men mostly, but... Just kind of had this ego and like, what? what I haven't got anything yet. You suck. Is that? Have you ever even thought about that? Has that even entered your dumb, thick skull that you might not be that good when you're going up on stage and no one's laughing? Take a little ownership.
1: Yeah, I'm doing pretty well, and I think I suck every day, all Same. day. Same. I feel like we should erase this whole podcast. That's I how much agree. I hate myself.
0: I want to kill myself.
1: But uh, but there's definitely more diversity in lineups than there have ever been. And I think that's a positive thing, and yes. it gives people so. It's good, but it's 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 uh, it's uh tough to do. It is difficult. I was talking about this last night with Sarah, and she booked a show as well. We had a show, and we tried to make sure everyone's represented, but then a woman canceled on us, and so we're like, all right, we got to get another woman. So I asked three different women. They were all like, oh, we're working. I'm working. Yeah. I'm working. And then you have a moment where you're like, fuck. And then, like you said, they're like, well, there's this woman, but then- you know, we're like, Well, I don't think she's really as good as these other comics. Right, right. And so it is it can be tricky. And, and then, then if you, and
0: then you get yelled at and they go, Hey what, Joe, you don't book women? You go, no, I've tried to book seventeen.
1: Yeah, you have to be like, here's the text, right? Went right. So, but then but also may I point this out. Please. Most people, the, most, the majority of audiences, they're happy to see a woman. They're happy to not see a woman. They just want to see a good show.
0: That's what I want. Most, I, that's all I want is a good show.
1: There's very few people that will actually, after the show, be like, why the fuck weren't there a woman? Most people are just like, that was a great show. Right. But it's also true. Sarah got booked on a show in Florida. My, my wife is a comedian. And it was her and two women. It was called kooky broads off their meds. Wow. So, like, they can't just have a show where it's just three women. Right. They have to call it broads off their meds. And then the booker asks them, at some point in your set, could you say you're off your meds? Just mention it. Oh, that's horrible. Which is appalling. So there's still that they have to deal with also. comedy, period. Yes, exactly. And then there's also, like, a lot of coming up in comedy. You're staying at condos, and you're sharing a condo with the MC. Sometimes you're even sharing it with the club owner, and Mm. that's no place for a woman to be in either. So it is... Very difficult. I understand. Uh, I live with a female comedian, so I get to, you know, you really have to be close to it. This is why I ask. This is
0: fascinating. This is illuminating.
1: Yes, but I do agree. There are a lot of men and a lot of women that suck. Yes. And it's like, yeah, you're not, some of you might not just be just not good enough.
0: And it's okay to suck. We both sucked at one point. You got to work on it. You got to try. You got to, you got to accept that you suck and then go from there.
1: Some people uh, might think we suck now. That's true. I assume I they're do. not listening, but. Yeah. Maybe I, they are. Some people might hate listen to us. I think we got a few hate listeners, to I'll be honest. I'll take a hate listen. Happy to have a hate listen. I'll
0: take a hate Patreon, too.
1: Yeah, get on the Patreon. All right, we got Hat- to get some jokes here. Yes! What the hell are we
0: doing? Patreon. People
1: are going to hate us. All right. Well,
0: I had to get that Allen thing out. Oh, no, so, see if uh, yes. So the Asian thing was my whole big point. Uh huh. But they're doing fine. All right, I'm sure this even the even the hobo Asians are kicking ass. They got 13 bags on their shoulder. Uh-huh. Full of cans. Cans.
1: cans.
0: All right. Did you well, watch what,
1: that one Redemption on HBO? What's that? It was that a short now? about the people that go around collecting cans. No. Quite tragic. They're sad people.
0: Wow. Well, I assume they're collecting cans. I just want
1: to give them five bucks. Sometimes I'll give them a dollar or so. Socialist. But you just want to go, hey, I I love socialism. I take my. Here's the nice thing, by the way, about giving away your money. And this is why the, the, the government, they do this. You can write off these charities. Because yeah. they're like, oh, you're already giving your money away. Right. Which is nice. I'd that like is to give good. it to the Planned Parenthood and the Nature Conservancy and the ACLU and the homeless guy. Well, I feel bad
0: because I, I was uh saw the clipboard guy a mile away and I go, Oh shit. All right, am I gonna fake a phone call? Am I gonna fart? Am I gonna, you know, give birth? What am I gonna do? And this woman kind of cut in front of me, and so they hit her up and cut she goes, in front of you. Yeah, she goes, uh, Oh, I already donate to the ACLU. And the girl was like, Oh, great, okay, and I was like, that's pretty good. But I feel too guilty using that because it's such a bold lie.
1: Yeah, you're gonna be like, too. All summer. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: We donate together, we have a club. It's tricky. Well, everybody's gonna die. We're all gonna die one day, which is a perk.
1: Yeah, it's pretty wild to think. Like you're like
0: Yeah. I watched the uh Fox Catcher, Team Fox Catcher, the documentary. Not the movie. Uh-huh. Not the Channing Tatum vehicle. But the documentary, boy, it was crazy. I don't want to give it away, but the guy at the end, John DuPont, the owner of all the zillions of dollars in the ranch, just goes up to his favorite guy and just shoots him. Oh, yeah. And then the wife, did you see it?
1: I saw the movie. I watched some documentation about it.
0: The wife comes out, and he drives off, and she's just like, oh. She held her husband, and he was like doing like breathing exercise because he knows how to wrestle, and so he knows all these tricks. Yeah. And she just goes, yeah, then he died in front of me. I'm like, man, just died. That's it. Well, living to dead in a second.
1: That's what I was thinking about. I mean, this is the most serious episode we've ever done, but as we're recording this on Thursday, last night was the shooting in California there at the oh, bar. Oh, And this guy, you th- you're removed from it because you're watching on TV, and they go, yeah, they were shot, and you- we're so numb to it. But you think about what how much each life means. Yes. This guy is dead. Like the phone rings, your husband's dead. And like right. you had a husband a moment ago or a dad or a brother or a son, whatever it is. And now they're just dead. Now it goes to, what do we got to do? We got to figure out how to bury them and where to put them and the income and all that shit, the emotion. it's
0: The little things. Who's going to pay his car payment? Who's going to take care of his dog? You know, everything. It's brutal. Clean out his apartment and some other guy's going to move in. It's crazy. The
1: clothes, the reminders, and the holidays are coming and all that stuff. So it's like one thing when someone dies, like your granddad dies. He's 88 and he fucking has halitosis or whatever. But when someone (laughs) is just shot. And dead, they're just dead, just instantly, and it sucks. They're at a bar, they're just sitting there having a wing, and all of a sudden you're like, "What? Yeah, it's fucking horrific." And um,
0: it's brutal. I mean, I always, when I was a kid, they go, "Oh, this kid died. What a waste." I never got that mm. till now, because yeah. it means like, oh, we, some mom had to get knocked up, jizzed all in her. Some she got all fat, then <laughs> she went to the hospital, gave birth. There was a whole thing. They had the the husband was like, "Should I watch? Should I not watch?" And he watches, and he goes, "Oh my God, that was terrifying." And he holds the baby, and then they raise it, they feed it, they buy a million cans of cat food, feed the kid, try to get it in college, put it in elementary school, put clothes on it, wipe its ass, suck it, suck its dick, and it's dead.
1: Yeah, I don't know if that's the waste. I thought the waste was like his potential. Oh, uh, well, you can't. He wasted his life. But not everyone has potential. Well, everyone does. This is a sad thing to think about. Think about this. Next time you see a homeless, this is for all you folks out there. Next time you see a homeless person or you're thinking about politics and helping people, everybody out there at some point was a miraculous exciting birth yes. there was a mother holding all the homeless people you see the people on the ground and the dirt the people it's not
0: exciting some of these were accidents or a rape baby
1: but when the person had the baby there was a moment of like here's your baby they I handed guess so. the baby yeah. and they went ah even a rape baby whatever you're still giving birth There's still this feeling of attachment sure. a, someone loved the baby at some point
0: yes there was love if only
1: for a day
0: yeah cuz what's up with these dumpster ladies
1: well, th- those people—that's pretty rare, I think.
0: <laughs> but, well, that we know of.
1: I mean, those people; those people are obviously not all right. But the better thing is not to think about. That baby, well, that baby was loved. The person who's crazy enough to throw their baby in a dumpster—they were loved at some moment. aha uh-huh. at yes. some moment, and then of course love were that abused. Cunt? This is why it's so horrific and tragic when children are abused.
0: Yes, because
1: the the pure innocence uh, hearts are born kind.
0: I know. You know, when you're born, you only fear two things: falling. And loud noises.
1: Ah. Because you don't
0: know what a serial killer is. You don't know what AIDS is. You don't know what uh, Candyman is. Right. The learned.
1: Yeah, it's very, very tragic. It's a tragic, tragic world. That's why we normally try to cheer you up and yeah. be silly out here. But this week we're getting, this is like a very special episode. Yeah, It's like when Will's Fresh Prince got shot.
0: Right, right. Or, or the kid in the uh, different strokes got diddled by the bike store.
1: Oh, God, I don't remember that one. I have it on tape. I remember Cher- <laughs> Cherry Cherry, Johnson hid in the refrigerator in Punky Brewster.
0: What? Did you freeze? She got
1: stuck in there. No, it was outside. It wasn't plugged in. Oh, but it seals. You can't open those things from the inside. Is that right? Yeah, milk and OJ is prisoner
0: Wait a minute. I feel like I kicked that open. Get in. And find out. All right. Take but, the shelves out.
1: No, that's why when you throw away uh, a fridge, you have to unzip the thing. Unzip? Unscrew. Ah. Yeah, it's illegal to put a fridge out there that's just as is. Is that right? Yeah, cuz a baby will get in there. In fact, back to the future. You probably heard this. Good movie. Originally, great movie. Originally, the time machine was a fridge? Whoa! But the Spielberg was like, "What are you crazy? You can't have kids getting in a fridge. They're that's gonna punky Brewster to the death." Right, right. Wow, a fridge.
0: That's that's a horrible movie. You yeah, gotta, you sit next to some soy milk and cucumbers. That's <laughs> so, so good.
1: And then the milk goes back because you went in the future. Aha! Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, you go in the past. There's a cow in the fridge. Ooh. Right. Oh. we're off the deep end. There's some laughs for that you. That was utter, oh. utterly clever. Oh, I'm so happy about this cancellation thing.
0: I love a cancellation.
1: You know about this Conan party tonight? I didn't get anything. No, Cantor just texted me. He's like, you going to this coding party? Let's go. All right, I don't know where it is or how it is. Well,
0: they're doing the fucking Beacon all week. I'm so jealous I'm not on that tour.
1: I thought the same thing. They're
0: show six times. I mean, they got Fitz Rory and Marina and this uh this kid, I forget his name, James Weish. He's really
1: funny. James Vice, I don't he's, know he's him. He's got like
0: millions and millions of views on YouTube. His whole thing is just fucking with people on the internet, uh, and it's brilliant. And then there's Moses
1: Storm. Oh, he's Storm, He's
0: so funny. He's funny and a handsome, handsome gook. Hold on. I got I got a
1: story here thing.
0: All right. Lay it on me. How about this? All right. I, this is a, I, I this is a thing. I forgot it's the New York Comedy Festival.
1: I know. It's a weird festival.
0: Yeah. It doesn't feel like a festival.
1: No, because we're just home. Yes. Like the festival comes to us. Right. Usually when you're at a festival, you travel, and you're like, oh, we're at the festival. Yeah. This is like, I'm just at the cellar eating my wings, and like three agents come up and start chatting. And it's you're like, true. oh, fuck
0: me. Somewhere Brian Regan is taking a dump on the Upper West Side right now. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even think about it. No. Yeah. Or Joel McHale or some other giant star.
1: Brian Regan. Uh-huh. So, I'm on the train the other day. Sarah and I, we go and do her cellar, Sarah passed at the comedy center. Hey, that was quite a thrill.
0: Congratulations. See, that's a funny comic.
1: Yes, funny woman, funny comic. We went down to the comedy center. We're hanging out Friday night. You know how it goes in comedy? Sometimes, like, I had spots and she didn't have spots. So she's down in the dump. She's like, I have no spots. You always feel like a loser when you don't have spots. Oh, totally. I had none today and I had to do some phone calls just because
0: I didn't want to, you know, kill myself.
1: I mean, if you take a night off, that's good. And I, I'm pro taking a night off. Sure. But when you are just like ah, you you want to do spots, but you didn't get any. It's a bummer. Here, here. So I was like, "Come to the cellar. Maybe I'll introduce you to Esty. We'll see. You know, maybe if I can get in. How about she's that? She's been looking for her. You know, they want women. Well, they want they want the Comedy Central show shooting there. Check out the show, by the way. Every yes. Friday is it this yeah. week at the Comedy Cellar. 11 p.m. Oh. We're gonna be on the next couple weeks. here. You think?
0: Well, that's what we get on.
1: Uh, we're shooting it.
0: So hopefully, I shot last night. It didn't go great. Oh boy. No, I'm sorry. I it's a it tricky
1: on. show. It's gotta you gotta do. Stuff from the night before The
0: crowd sucked Liz apologized to me She was like This is the worst one we have ever had Because of you
1: Wow Yeah alright So Sarah's
0: eating pancakes
1: So she's like I'm gonna go home I'm tired She worries like, I'm fucking exhausted like, Alright I'll go home So I go down to the cellar And it's rocking over there The band is playing oh, The whole yeah. thing They had the show on the big screen Which was exciting It's quite wow. a vibe down there It's a magical time To be it's at the comedy It's a beautiful cellar. place So I go up to Esty I go hey Esty Good to see you She's like Where is your wife I want to meet your wife And I was like I knew it I knew it. I was like, she just went home. You want me to call her? I'll put her in a cab and come back here. She's like, no, don't make her take a cab. She's like, what are you doing tomorrow night? I said, we got nothing tomorrow. We're on the road. We're in Altamont, New York, not uh-huh. California. Uh, so then I go, how she goes, how about Sunday? And I go, you're not here on Sunday. She goes, brunch, and I'm like, brunch audition. Yeah. An audition for brunch. I think that's a good thing. Never been done. That's a positive. No brunch audition in history. I said, all right, she's on. I didn't even text her. I was like, she's on. She's in. I got like, I'm like, enough is our, enough already. You're forcing her she's in. She's coming. So I texted her. I said, you got an audition Sunday. She's like, well, I got. Don't worry about it. you I'll well, Worry about it. But yeah. you're in. You're in, bitch. You're in. <laughs> don't call my wife a bitch. Sorry, I was talking about SD. We went home. I go home. We go. This is so exciting. We're hugging. We're snuggling. We go up. We do the show at Altamont. Fun show. Fun night. Whatever. Sunday afternoon and it's a weird audition at brunch because it's a hang yes like if you you normally audition Friday night late and the band is like it's crowded so you can kind of just say hello nervously right. oh, and hide in the corner oh, good point shit your pants in the corner for a while and like it's time and it's a terrifying thing it's more nerve wracking than a late night to me Really? Well, because a late night, in some ways. Okay. Because here's the thing. A late night, you know you're going to do well. It's set up to do well. And you're not auditioning for anybody. Right. You already, I mean, you're auditioning for America, I guess. you got the gig. you got the gig. You're in. And, and they say, like, hey, you're here because you belong here. We want you here. And then the host goes out and says, this is going to be great. You're in a suit. The whole thing. You just, and you've been working the set. You know it works. The whole thing. Right. But an audition, you're like, I got one chance, five minutes to impress this person for life. Yes. And really working at the cellar. If you get in, in, it's in a lot of ways, it's more lucrative than a late night.
0: Oh yeah, because you keep coming back. You work out new material. You do the show.
1: Yes, exactly. And you're you're part of a thing, a family, a hang. It's a whole. It's a big situation. Everybody knows about the cellar. All it's internationally famous. It's the best club. In the words of Gary
0: Goldman, it's not a club. It's a lifestyle.
1: Ah,
0: that's the goal for you.
1: Well, it's it's really something, and it's this woman who's been there for thirty years, and she's quite nerve wracking. Oh, if you, yeah. If you don't, when you first get there, sure. After a while, she's a big teddy bear. And, oh, yeah. Uh, I love big her. Jewish bear. Sweet, sweet woman, of course, and and knows her stuff. So, and then the other thing is. All the comics come down. Michelle came oh running up. Michelle the Wolf, who's just the best. I was like, Sarah's auditioning. Finally, she's like, "I'm gonna come over." He's like, "I'm coming over right now." Yeah, baby. So she ran over, and then Mo, is it Ammer? I think it's Mo Ammer. Ammer. But some people say Mo, Ammer. It's Ammer. It's Ammer. Amer. Mo Ammer's there, and she. They know, they know each other from Texas. Wilson ah. Vince is there. He's hosting their buddies. He's Mateo's the Mateo's there. Sarah Mateo oh, are tight. Good One group. of her best friends. So we're all down there. So it's not just Estee or audition. It's all the comics are crammed in there. Everyone's rooting for you. Oh, God. So there's so much bread. If it doesn't go well, it's just like all your close friends and peers just watching you eat it. And uh, then the manager, the owner's like, no, not the owner, the general manager is just like, no, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm so terrified. it's a lot. It's a lot. It's packed. Mateo goes up right before. And he murdered. That like, guy crushes. He's a killer. What a great person.
0: Good egg. He's got a good gay vibe. I just like being around him. He's positivity.
1: Hard to not love Mateo. There's not a lot there to not like. Big fan. Handsome, he, too. So he, oh, sexy. With the body on that guy. Ah, Jesus. the
0: body, the face, forget the
1: ass alone. Could forget about traffic. it. stop traffic. The ass alone would be weird. You really need a pair of legs on an ass.
0: I guess you're right. That's all I need, though, is legs and ass.
1: Yep. Uh, you're going to love this AI shit that's coming.
0: Bring it on.
1: Coming on my back. All right, so then she goes up, and so I'm like ter- I'm like trembling. Because for a moment, Esty was like, You don't need to come down. She's like, Let her do her own thing. What? But I was like, This is like a big moment in my wife. This is beyond
0: you, the this cellar. Is, this, this is, is like my wife
1: trying to. So yeah, holy matrimony. I was like, I'm coming down there. Yeah, man. So we go down there, and I'm just terrified. I'm shaking. Everyone's, like, holding me because I'm, like, more nervous than her because when sure. you're the one auditioning, you have control. Aha. You're like, I'm going to go do the thing. Yes, you like control. I'm just standing there going, fuck me hard. I'm, like, hugging Michelle, her ah. hairs in my eye. And uh, Sarah gets those first few laughs. It starts building, getting bigger and bigger. And then she has one joke that just pops.
0: Yeah, baby. Just a boom,
1: and then Liz, who's, like, runs the cell. Like, Esty books the cell, Liz runs the cellar. Oh, yeah. Liz comes by. I would never say that to Esty. Liz comes by, and she's like, that's all she needed. She's good. So I take a big sigh of relief. I come in my pants. Esty comes back, gives a thumbs up. She's like, she's great. She's great. Oh, hallelujah. So Sarah comes up, and I got to go on after her. So I can't even be like, wow, that was great. So I give her a quick hug, a kiss in the face, and I go up. Now I'm up there. I'm ripping it. That's exciting. I come back up. And now there's no moment you want to jump up and down like we're jackpot winners. Yes. But instead, she's just at the table. Everyone's just back to breakfast. That's, that's how it goes in comedy. That's, Everyone's just right back. That's showbiz. No celebrating. Everyone's just talking about, you know, Palestine or whatever <laughs> right. up there. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> right. I guess I got to eat my wings or whatever. And then it's a, it's a long hang, good day. And then finally, I can't wait to escape and just be like, you did it, you
0: son of a yeah! cat. You fucking piece of shit. Oh, no, my dirty God. You well, Congratulations. So we
1: go back. We make love. We celebrate. It's exciting. So she's in, she's doing the show, we're shooting the show together, which is the second time we've shot a Comedy Central show together in the last three months.
0: What a marriage!
1: And we did Late Night on the same night, so it's quite a situation. This is a power cup! Yeah, so then, after all this, we're all celebrating, we're excited, just the two of us, we jump on the train, heading back home in the middle of the afternoon, late afternoon now, we get on the train, she's excited, I'm excited, quite a relief, we sit down. And here comes a suspicious character. Wait a minute. Yes, Guy gets on the train Sunday. He looks... White, but might not be. Might be like he looks almost like a white Muslim, maybe Off-white. like a little Eastern Europe, possibly eggshell. Could be Latina. Not sure. Uh-huh. He's got scraggly, kooky hair and like a be like a shitty beard, mm. like a like a chin stripe, but like not grown in, patchy. Hate Apache. And he got this. Indian. He's got this weird. Stare, half grin. Mm. Then he's got this long, almost like a bathrobe thing. Ah, I can't tell if it's religious garb or like good. a silky bathrobe. Yeah, already and then, a red flag. Here's the here's the clinker, as you would say. There's a, something under his shirt, oh, a big boy. boxy item, not holding it under his shirt, attached to his waist. Oh. And so we see this guy and he kind of walks through the train. And it's kind of a full train. It's Sunday afternoon. Uh-huh. So we're both like, What the fuck is this? And Sarah looks petrified. And she doesn't scare easy. She's a tough dame.
0: She's a Texas whore.
1: Yeah. So she again with the whore.
0: Oh, sorry. I'm talking about Estee. So
1: she comes through, the guy comes through, and then he turns, goes back that way, and she's like, I want to get off this train. I'm like, I think we're I think it's okay. I think he's just a nut, a yeah. weird guy. But like, yeah. we'll get off the next stop. Because the door's just closed. We're moving. So there's no. Getting up right now. So there's a whole moment where you think it's going to be... And I'm a marathon survivor, mind you. Ah, crockpot. There's a whole moment where I'm waiting for this guy's belly to explode and shrapnel us in the face. Now, is this queens yet or are you still in no, the this city is, we got on at a street this is right at a street oh, boy. NYU. oh wow so i'm thinking i'm like you know what this guy if he's gonna go through this trouble he's not gonna do a sunday afternoon you go to Times square you do morning commute so i'm not mm. the reality is, i'm not too nervous but he's definitely a suspicious yeah. gentleman it's the lord's day and nobody thinks anything's gonna happen no one ever thinks it's gonna happen to them right you know what i mean everyone's like oh come on like because as scary as terrorism is, or even mass shooting, the percentage, the chances of it happening are still very low, of very course. Very low, yes. As astronomical and problematic as the numbers are.
0: You're more like you're hit by a car or lightning, I think. Even. Yeah,
1: whatever it is. I don't yeah. know about lightning. Maybe mass shooting has got to be a
0: Maybe greater risk up. than, yeah. Google that, folks. Shelby. Shelby. Uh, <laughs> good line, Shelby. Plug it in. That was
1: amazing what he did last week.
0: Oh, yeah? i got to listen. You should listen.
1: But anyways, so we move to the next car immediately. So, like, with the train, we get to the next stop. I'm like, let's just go. We move to the next stop just to feel safe. Although, if he has a bomb, it's still going to derail the whole train. Yeah, but you'll maybe get a little hurt. Yeah, exactly. We'll just get hurt. But then we do that. I'll, I'll wrap this up. Then later, that same night, I'm on the train. I get on the train at Queens heading back into the city. And it's pretty empty now. And a homeless gentleman gets on, who I have a lot of empathy for, but I don't want to sit next to him. Sure, I'm happy to help, but he sits right closer than we're sitting right now. And uh. he's scratching it. And now uh. this homeless guy scratched. There's flakes and yes. shit flying everywhere.
0: There's a mist coming off his face.
1: And I can feel him looking at me, and he keeps going. <clears throat> uh. So I go, I got to get out of here. Next stop, I'm going to move. So this is the second time now I've moved train cars.
0: Yeah, that guy has a seller audition.
1: Train, train stops. I go to the next car. I'm just going, great. I'm on this car now. We go two stops. A new maniac gets uh, on. He's wearing, you know those when you get your feet injury? Like those, like, temporary cast. A boot. He's got two boots on. Gee, that's a good pizza place. It is. New Orleans. That's right. And Italy. Louisiana and Italy. So he gets on, and he looks like the big Lebowski if he switched from pot to Coke.
0: Oh, well said. I like that. I got a picture in my head.
1: So he's sitting there, legs spread, just kind of sitting there. And I'm like, he looks crazy, but maybe he's fine. And then we go about one stop. All of a sudden, he goes, motherfucker. Fuck. Fuck. God. They oh. start screaming, so I go. Oh, I gotta get off this train. The, I'm gonna go to the other car. The dude abides. So I go. He is not abiding. So I go back to the other, tra- the original car. Oh, with old Scraggly Face. And Scraggly Face is still there. Jesus. And so is everybody else. So everyone else. I feel like I'm getting judged. They're like, "That's the guy. Wasn't he standing here? Ooh, he left. Now he's back. What is this guy? Oh yeah, you're you're a flip flopper. So I've done now my third train change of the day. Mm, tranny. Yes. You're transitioning trains. So I'm sitting there, standing now. Now I'm standing because it's filled up a little bit. We're getting deeper in the city. The side, the door opens from one car to the other while we're moving, which is always a crazy person who changes cars while they're moving. Oh, yeah. Quite dangerous. Here comes Lebowski. Uh-oh. He comes running, and now I'm the only one standing, and he's standing, and he goes, Get out of my way, you faggots! <laughs> and I go, ah! and I'm screaming, and he's walking towards me. So I, t- I do like the ultimate beta move. I like turned into the corner, like Candyman's victims. Oh, man. And I'm just like buried in the corner you for a presented. moment. I have my back to him, so I'm like, This guy could just. Grab me and punch me in the kidney or fuck me in the ass or whatever. Oh, yeah. The second one wouldn't be bad. Beto O'Rourke. So he moves, and I just kind of look over my left shoulder, and he's, he cruises right through to the next car. Oh, boy. But it was terrifying. So it was four train changes in one day. Holy moly.
0: Transitioning.
1: All safe and sound. Went to the cellar. Had a great set that so night.
0: No resolution on the bathrobe. What do you mean? I mean, was it a box? Was it a...
1: Well, we Kidney? got the hell out of there, but I think, I don't know what he was Maybe he was selling, you know, Mike and Ikes or whatever but under it, there. But it
0: scares me because you said it wasn't holding it. That's what no, it me strapped No, it yes. was strapped like, on. Maybe it
1: was a bulgy fanny pack, but it was, like, boxy. Uh-huh. And always, like, a story like this, you always wish Sarah was here to be like, this is what it was, to have her Recap. description. Right, right. Cause it, but it looked boxy. I didn't want to stare at the guy because they would be like, oh, you want some of this?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? So
1: it was quite terrifying. And uh, the, the moral of the story is, is if you feel uncomfortable... Folks, get the hell out of there! Get out! Yeah, you don't want to get called a faggot. Terrific film, uh, but anyways, is it, what? What? Get out! Oh, okay. don't want to be called a faggot. It's I thought a, I missed a gay film. No, no. All right, well we gotta wrap it up here. We we did it somehow. We yeah, did. Yeah,
0: we got through. Sorry, that was uh, that was a roller coaster of anal there. Sorry, folks, we went up, down, and all around, and we got serious. We got funny. We got not
1: funny. We quit. We hate each other. So uh, you can just mar in the middle of it and fast right forward.
0: Yeah, this was like Hannah Gadsby, where I'm like, yeah, this is our last one. We'll, we'll never go back. And then we will come back because that's what she's doing.
1: But I think we learned. I think we did a little laugh and learn.
0: Yeah, I learned a lot. Thank you for your political statements well
1: i got a lot more i could teach you my friend science well, whatever else isn't listening i'll give you the real goods
0: all right now where you and i hope i didn't offend anybody with my comedy asian talk there
1: ah, i think we're fine all right Who you, where the you people gonna... that would be offended by already hate us
0: oh all right well I yeah think, right i got hate away so Patreon. hate a gay don't oh, hate a gay, well, Love hate gay. A gay. we're oh. giving money to the gays well hate a gay if you don't like them mateo all right, so where are you going to be there, fat man?
1: Well, St. Louis this weekend. St. Whee! Louis Funny Bone with Sarah Talamash. We're out there. We love it. Great club. we got to go, go see, uh, what the hell's the name of the bartender there? O'Brien. Sean O'Brien. <laughs> O'Brien. Oh, Forgot his name for a second. Just for a second. You know, I, I know you. I love you. Uh, you can take me to a big site and fuck it up. Um, St. Louis Funny Bone this weekend. Sarah will be there, of course. Dr. Grins in Grand Rapids on November 29th and 30th and December 1st, then big December, folks. It's enough already. I've just been kind of brushing over this, but now it's time to take action, folks. Give money to the Nature Conservancy, but any money you have left over, buy a ticket to Portland Helium, Portland, Oregon. Drive in, drive down from Seattle if you have to. Drive in from all over. Yes, great city. From Castle Rock, Oregon, if you have to. Great club. Portland Helium, December 6th, 7th, and 8th. Sarah's coming with me on that gig as well. The week after that, Good Nights in Raleigh, Woo-wee. Rishi Baby, December 13, 14, and 15, and then the big one, the big apple of my eye, the smell in my asshole, Philadelphia Helium, oh. one of my all-time favorite si- I got sober there. How about this? And I'll be celebrating my sixth year anniversary of sobriety in the place where I had my last drink. Isn't that crazy? Wow. That is a gem. My anniversary date. In the place where I had the last drink of my life. That's lunch. At Helium, Philadelphia, December 27, 28, 29. Fuck New Year's. New Year's Eve is fucking amateur hour. Save your money. Don't get beat up and deal with these fucking amateur idiots. Come out the day before, the night, two nights before, 27, 28, 29. Buy tickets early so it looks like I'm doing something with my life. And join the Patreon. It's a great time to join the Patreon.
0: Patreon's cooking, folks. We'll probably do a bonus. Uh, Yeah, bonus. Happy Thanksgiving. I'll be in the New York City this weekend. So come on out to all the people going, when are you going to be in the city on the weekend? So come on out to that. Then after Thanksgiving, I'm doing Hattiesburg on the 24th. Hattiesburg. I forget the name of the place. It's like brews and brew, blues and brews and Jews. I don't know. So then Zany Chicago, that's going to sell out. Let's sell out every goddamn show. I'm there for two years. I'm there from like a Wednesday through a Sunday. So let's really get cooking in Chi-Town. Skyline Comedy Club, Appleton, Wisconsin. Never been excited to get to, to the big cheese state. Yeah, it's a good play. I recorded my album there. That's right. And uh, Pittsburgh Improv. Looking forward to it. Giannis just went. He said it was amazing. Then I'm doing that Cinema Arts in Long Island. Oh, yeah. I love that room. I yeah. like that guy. Tell a friend, Max Monis. That doesn't sound right. All right. Laugh Boston. <laughs> speaking of New Year's, come, come to Beantown for New Year's, and uh, let's yuck it up on Laugh Boston. Go out on,
1: it's a good night to go out. You want to be out on New Year's. Yes,
0: it's not amateur hour. San Francisco Punchline. Very excited about that one. Love that club. Love that city. I'm there January 2nd through the 5th, so come on out. Funny Bone St. Louis after Joe. Mohegan Sun. <coughs> Hilarities in Cleveland, Big Room, Good Nights, Rishi, Roar Comedy Club in Springfield, Mass. That's a new one. Helium Comedy Club in Philly, right after you. And uh, Royal Oak
1: Comedy oh, Castle. Oh, I love that room. Great movie theater there. And
0: then we're both in Vegas in March. March so.
1: 20th to the 24th. You, me, Vitor, Ari, Vecchio, very inclusive show. The butler. Going to be fun. Uh, are you Laugh bossing that whole weekend? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I might be up there. Come I by. I might come up for New Year's to see my fam, damley. Oh, might please. come by. Well, fuck.
0: I'm. A, I got Doug Key opening. I'll try to get Bulger to host or something.
1: Oh man.
0: <clears throat> come by. Let's bean town it up.
1: So you're there the Sunday the thirtieth too. Yes. I might come up there for that. Come
0: by to a guestie.
1: Yes, sir. All right. Well, I'll think about. It. I might. I was thinking about doing that anyways. Because here's the thing. I finally got New Year's off. I was wanted that my whole life and have New Year's off. I've been working New Year's every year since I was nineteen. Ooh-wee. But now I have it off. I'm like, I don't really know what to do with myself.
0: Wait a minute, you're 36? Yeah. You've been doing comedy...
1: 18 years. Holy Half my life.
0: Lord. It's wow. crazy. Yeah. Good for you.
1: Yeah, I'm going to blow a d- guy.
0: Uh, I was watching the other night, I was like, man, this guy is good at comedy. Oh, thank then you, you hear 18 years and you go, well... He's all right. Could be better. No, nah, I'm joking. You're, all right. You're a killer. We all love you. I'm gay. I'll see you next year. Praise Allah. Get on Suck the Patreon. Dicks. We still got merch out there. Don't forget about those T-shirts, Merch folks. pump.
1: Yeah, we could use the money. And Lewis could use the money. But I, we could use the money because I'm giving it all away because I'm a goddamn, I'm a true socialist.
0: Yes, I learned what that is recently. And uh, I'm an extrovert, introvert. So we'll see what happens. And uh, say hello. Come give us a hug. And Chipotle sucks. Yell at him. Farts. love me.